Hi, welcome to Startup Out of the Box with Vitor Domingos and Marco Silva. Hi, on this episode, we'll discuss hiring and building your team. So, Vitor, one of the most important assets in a company, or most, one of the most important things in a startup is your team. Uh, when you build a new startup, okay, it's usually just one or two pe- persons that you, that's a founder, co-founder, maybe the employee number one. You start building the, the startup, build the first version of the product, you have the MVP, but you get to a point where you need to hire people and grow your team. Mm-hmm. So on that point, what's your experience on that? What do you say? What should be the first thing that you as a founder in your startup should focus on when you, when you start hiring? Well, or what should I expect in the process of hiring? Well, we can, we can take that in two folds. But the first one is when you need to hire someone. And, and, and the other one is that, um, when you are hired to work on a startup, right? Yeah. So, um, t- uh, talking about the first, the, the first one, I think that the most important thing, and we already discussed that in the previous episodes is actually, uh, this kind of cultural fit. Um, so if, if you can see someone that, um, has at least two things, right? The first one is, um, if it has the experience that you are looking for, and secondly, if it actually can fit the company culture, right? So if you if you don't, um, if it's if it takes too long for you to get along with that person, yeah. even that he or her is quite good technically, it might be an issue uh, in the future, right? So uh, culture is ra- is rather important, and yeah. you need to actually f- see if that person fits within the company, and then look for the for the for the experience right for the for the technical skills for the soft skills or hard skills or whatever we call it nowadays but um i i think that the most important is is that kind of uh cultural fit and we've seen that in mm. in in previous experience Companies, previous yeah. previous working for for different companies um but i still i still have the other side of the of the of the of the fence which is working for a startup yeah. um and that's quite interesting because when you uh you need to look at um either if you can it's not that if you can fit the the, the company, but it, it's actually if you can, in my case, learn something by working within that mm-hmm. company, and if you can see some progress for yourself and for the company in the future. So yep. you need to look at different options. Yeah, because the interview process is a two-way process. It's not exactly. just the company interviewing a person. It's also that person interviewing the company. It's a, most of them have to decide if this is the path that each one wants to go to. Uh, and I think that's uh, something important most people forget about also. So most people that uh, are looking for a new job just go for the first company that makes an offer and they don't realize that they should have asked a bit more a bit more questions to realize like, this, will I fit this company? Will this company be what I expect it to be? Yeah. Uh, but because also that comes from, from the interview process. It is, but usually these kind of interviews, um, well, a few years ago would be more uh, on the technical side, right? So if you have... If you have the experience, if you have the background, if you mm-hmm. have the technical skills, then maybe we can hire you and want to do that. Mm-hmm. What we have seen from the past years is that I kind of um, go to the company, spend half of the day there, try to mm-hmm. inter- try. Uh, you're going to be interviewed by different people. You're going to see how the the whole cultural thing mm-hmm. around the company is. You probably going to take a look at two or three benefits like the table tennis uh, benefit yeah. and deals on Fridays and that kind of <laughs> stuff, right? But um, as you said, it's a, it's a two-way process. You you're also there to uh, to interview the company and see yeah. if you can actually be mm-hmm. fit. So and that takes time, right? Yeah. It takes time it's to take much longer than what people expect. Uh, exactly. When I started uh, interviewing, uh, okay, just like the company where I am now, I'm the CTO, so it's my responsibility to that process. Uh, but I started learning this in the previous role, and it was more 
time tiring consuming yeah time consuming that I, what i expected uh okay the interview might take off an hour but it takes you like half an hour before to prepare the questions prepare the interview uh take more time to go filter out the cvs if you don't have an hr person that it's your responsibility to filter mm-hmm. out the cvs organize put the notes ask advice from the rest of the people in the company uh that's a bit of the process uh, i'm doing so we're a fully remote company so we don't we can't ask someone to come to the office, to the office space and be with us for an afternoon. So it's fully remote. Uh, our first, uh, it's divided in three phases. Uh, the first one is a call where we talk about some things, uh, technical. We just ask them questions. I don't go into those questions like explain the log, uh, log in or mm. different, or how do you do a reverse tree? It's like, like, I don't, that's really do you, university style you, questions. Like, no, you do that, uh, Skype call. Yeah, we did just this. call a video. Uh, call in a video. Okay. Uh, you ask the person to stand up just to see if they have pants. <laughs> no, I, I really don't want to know. <laughs> that might go wrong. In the video. I, I know some people that would just would like in boxes. I don't want to know. You just but, stand yeah. up, please, just to see how you look. <laughs> I don't care about the, the images. It's, the, it's at that time. We, no. Well, sorry, my camera is not working properly today, right? <laughs> no, but usually, like that first call is uh, it's that like. I'll see uh, it's me and someone else in the team because I wanted people to know how uh, the interview process works. They, I want them to train so that they are able to do it without me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this kind of questions of now we're talking about their experience, what do they do, uh, what we do. Uh, tr- try to create some kind of harmony between us and relationship between us. Uh, after that, we decide like, so far the culture, is it there? Does it fit? Uh, technical-wise, did he answer, like, does it fit also quite technically? Uh, so we do it in a technical challenge and then we do a another Skype call to review that technical challenge and there we expect more to see how the person thought about the problem not how they implemented it uh, perfectly uh, because we already had some candidates that for example they would over-engineer the solution like just to show how smart they were mm-hmm. but the problem is when you do that on a technical challenge that, that's not what most companies want they just want uh, like a simple solution quick solution because they want to have that dialogue with you of what uh, your your path of your mind like what did you think about mm-hmm. what's the workflow how would you change this in the future if you would do this properly in a production environment what would you do so if you're spending your entire budget to to resolve the problem thinking about the most smart way possible yeah it's going to look completely over-engineered you're not going to yeah, overkill it's yeah. going to be an overkill and people are going to look at it like okay you're smart but do I want to work with someone that codes like this this is completely over-engineered yeah. and we like solutions that are simple Yeah, uh, and that's already happened like we had people that technically uh, we thought they were really good but culture wise it's like no we're not going to continue this interview because it doesn't feel right yeah but how, how do you assess culture on the on the remote call with someone well that's like when you talk to someone in a meetup in a, mm. a conference you talk to them and you feel that there's some uh, relationship a repertoire between you if at the end of uh, like in 10 minutes in the, on a skype call if i feel like this i want to have a coffee and leave that means like this person is not engaging me uh there's no engagement between us so that already shows that there's something that's not working between us okay and usually it's follow your gut feeling and that usually so far has worked I think once in a while, yeah, there's a mistake that comes through, uh, but following the gut feeling on that point, uh, I think it's uh, something important that founders uh, or whoever's in those interviews should follow. Um, uh, well, I can I can talk yeah. about a bit of uh, the experience when I uh, when I had my own startup um, a few years ago. 
we were um we wanted to hire people and there was one designer i'm not sure if he's listening to us but he's now working for another company in, in portugal he's really really good designer and um we've been interviewed uh, i don't know 10 12 different designers that we wanted to to have to uh, for our company and in the middle of the process we just asked um, um, uh, them to go to a whiteboard and draw um a mobile uh user experience screen so like um i want to have this in the in a screen on um on um on the lower so on the, those uh, g2me's phones right yeah. those that still didn't have touch you had to go through them the nokia old school exactly yeah. so on those kind of phones design um a, a layout for people to use an app, a, a mobile social uh, application and everyone was drawing kind of web pages but smaller for those kind of phones yeah. and it just this guy just draw huge icons for people just to do things and it was pretty much one icon per screen and that was really interesting because if uh, we we realized that he thought about the process mm -hmm. he, he knew that to develop something for a lower screen it had to be bigger it had to be for people to use it it wouldn't be a web page yeah. so he was he was context aware of of uh, it's important of, exactly so um that was quite interesting that, that that's kind of my experience and and actually we we hired we hired him to uh to do the design for us um for the for the company that had seven syntax and then the logo layouts for NDV, which was our yeah. social media application but that yeah. was 10 years ago more than 10 years ago yeah, but like i said you went to 10 12 15 people until you found the right one this is a process that takes a long of a lot of time until you fight until you yeah, until you fight until you find the person that fits what you expect and yeah. fits your culture your needs your technical you, so it, it takes a lot of time because you will find you will receive a lot of cvs most of them are trash people just don't know how to write cvs and yeah. it's oh my god and, and it's yeah. even worse if you if you're talking to hr companies right to the recru recruiters oh. That's really tough and that's really hard because they send you a lot of bullshit. A lot and, of crap, um, yeah. And it's really hard to uh, to filter and to search those uh, those that we actually want. So regarding the hiring, so um, one of the things, so this this is the kind of the employee perspective, right? And mm. hiring people. The other one is um, you need to look at if uh, from the side of the company uh, if you actually need someone to do this. Yeah. If it's going to be short term, long term, it's just going to be for a couple of um, the days per week. So you need to define. What, yeah. what are your real needs for this yeah. person or for, for this yeah. If you're in doubt that you need to hire someone, then don't hire because you, if you're in doubt. You don't, you don't need one. You only hire when you exactly know that you need that person, what that person is going to do, and understand what that person is going to do. Not just, no, I need the person so we can grow. Like, no, first figure out that you, you are growing and you need someone to fill that need because let's be honest, if you're going to hire someone, that person is going to be your responsibility. Maybe, if you're going to yeah. hire someone because you think that you need to hire to grow and then you don't grow, then you have to fire them. And that sucks. It is, but that's... And that's money going to that, the drain. That's right. But on the, on the other hand, and because you're a startup, you either plan for growth mm -hmm. or it's going to be really tough because from a normal high process, mm -hmm. right? So if you... From the moment that you actually... Have the need to hire someone to do something, usually high because you need that person in two one week, two weeks time, right? Because it, you can see that you can forecast that kind of work that you need to have uh, in, in those two weeks. Um, usually, it takes a while. Yeah. Even it's even worse if the other, if the, uh, the person that you're trying to hire needs to have some um, period notice. Period so notice to one the current. month, two months. Exactly. So it's two months, right? It, yeah. it can take you you one month to do the interviews. And then you need to take another two months just yeah. to get the people, just to get that's the a person. long process. That's at least three months. 
the best, right? The, 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 the best case scenario. So it, you need to think that in within three months, mm-hmm. do we actually need the person and we need the, that, uh, that person on the long term. And, um, and that's really hard because you're a startup. Your need is probably at, um, for the current time. And that's probably where freelancers come along yeah. because they can, um, fill they can gap. help you fill that gap uh, immediately. And that's, that's, that's really. They're more expensive, but they can help you in the short period while you need someone while you're hiring somebody that can fulfill exactly. it in full, t- uh, full time. Exactly. Exactly. So that's one of the, the things. Um, and, uh, yeah. Talking what else? Then on the other perspective of the person that's, applying for a company mm-hmm. uh, what would you recommend uh, them to pay attention uh, when they're interviewing for a company what should that person like ask the uh, the, the interviewee the person that they're interviewing them yeah yeah so, so I'm, if i'm going to a company what should i ask them or what should i pay attention to signals to know if that's oh. a good company or not for me to go work to well for me it's going to probably be around the company's vision right so if I can see that it's going to be an interesting vision for the short and long term, maybe I should invest my time by working there, right? So if you're just going to work there because they're going to pay you um, quite nicely, quite handsome, handsomely, and like and, a bank, uh, like a bank, or if they offer you just want to work there because it's Facebook or Google and have the good benefits and good perks. <laughs> Maybe that's not a good reason for you to work there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it depends, right? You can just go after the salary or after yeah. the perks. That's pretty much valid. But uh, I'm talking about the startups where you actually believe and love working on them, right? And that that usually happens. Not It's not because of the perks or it's because of benefits or uh, if it's going to be remote or uh, central London office in the city. But it's actually if you can see uh, the vision coming through, right? Mm-hmm. So if someone explains you the vision, this is going to be our vision. Uh, short term, long term, this is what we want to do. And probably that if you can see as, as a good... Um, um, I would say uh, it's not it's not motivating people, but but it's it's as you can see as a good um, um, Kickstarter helping the the, comp- the company and and the, mm. and um, and people there. I usually when you work at a, at a startup, uh, the best thing ever, ever, someone ever told me was um, working at a startup is like uh, catching a train early on, right? So if you go into the train, you get the best seat within the startup, right? Yeah. So if you join the startup in the early days, you get the best seat. So if you just uh, catch the train on the last stop before the or the previous stop before the last one, you're gonna be standing. You're gonna be standing. It's gonna be crowded. It's gonna be bad, and everyone is already seated from from the beginning. Yeah. So um, I, I would recommend that uh, uh, from an employee perspective, uh, for me at least, it's I need to understand the vision. I personally don't care about the benefits or the perks. I I do want to know the vision, what I'm, where where I'm going to help, and um, mm-hmm. and how can I help? What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, some perks uh, might be essential uh, for me, uh, but that's depend on each person. But if you say like there's a ping pong table, like, I don't care about the ping pong table. <laughs> uh, but if I uh, would ask questions uh, to understand uh, what the, what their culture is like, uh, how they work, so stuff, I would ask him. So how do you guys, what's your day to day look like? Uh, what's your Friday look like? Because if they tell me that Friday is usually when they deploy stuff or they stay working <laughs> until Friday until nine o'clock at night, it's like, yeah, I have a family. I might 
want to do other things in life instead of working on a Friday at 9 p.m. So ask a bit of questions regarding that culture, how they behave, what they do, how they work as a team, what are the workflows, their processes. And from there, I get an, an insight of what, what are you going to expect? Yeah, the differences between what they are telling me and the reality of how they work. Some you can find those discrepancies there, and those I think those are important questions to do to figure out if that's the type of environment you want to work in, and if that answers your questions and your needs. Well, uh, anyway. and 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 probably to, I don't know, finish the the episode. I think that yeah. um, the interview is a matter of uh, managing expectations. It's expectations from the side of the company Both that sides, wants yeah. to hire and the one that actually wants to um, work for the company. It needs it needs to be it needs to be a fit, and um, that's what usually happens through throughout the interview process. Different ways to do, to do this, and uh, it's an expensive process. It's time consuming, so you have to make sure that you're doing it properly because you exactly. don't want to repeat it over and over again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was it. That yeah. was a startup out of, out of the box. Um, one more episode, and. Um, and see you next time, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.